Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Mm, welcome, welcome. Uh, it's going to be tight today. Bella has to get to school. Um, <clears throat> so, it was amazing. Um, inspired action. Now, I believe animals are in tune with nature and they receive inspired action to assist us on our journeys. And they don't have any trouble following through with it. <clears throat> now, it's interesting. So today... Um, I thought it was a certain time. Now it was dark in my room. <laughs> we were, we were tired. We were sleeping and I usually feel like just getting up when it's time to get up. And I love getting up with the light, but, um, I usually just know I don't use alarms ever. And this morning Toulouse woke up out of the blue. Like it was very sudden. He got up and I pet him and I told him it was too early and to go lie down. Well, normally he would scratch me again if <clears throat> if it was his own normal routine or he'd lie down. But he did neither of those things. He just got off the bed and shook himself, which was basically his way of saying, I'm going with or without you. And But this isn't very common at all. And when he got up like that, my only response was to get up with him because he would go to the bathroom somewhere and take him down. And I figured, okay, I'm going to take him out. He's going to go to the bathroom. We're going to come right back to bed for a half hour or something. And when I looked at the clock, I about died because we were late getting up. It was, it left us like a half hour to get ready for school. <laughs> so if I had gone back to bed, we would have been getting up when it was time to go to school. Mm. And so I recognize these little tiny moments as, you know, the, the world around us showing up to, um, assist us and the world does this all the time. So, um, Toulouse was the little, the little conduit for me to receive that message because for whatever reason, I wasn't getting it myself. And so he brought it to my attention. And nature's always bringing us our answers, our solutions, opportunities. It's always bringing it to us. But are we being conscious? Are we being, are we paying attention? And it reminds me of that um, joke, which it seems to be going around a lot lately. <laughs> We've been mentioning it a lot lately. Um, the joke where the guy, um, a flood was coming and he saw the news report saying, get out of town. And He's like, oh, God told me he would save me. I'm good. And then someone came to his door and told him to evacuate. God told me someone, you know, save me. And then um, he's up on a second floor and someone comes by with a boat and he refuses because God's going to save him. And then he ends up on his roof and a helicopter comes and God's going to save me. He doesn't get on the helicopter. And then he gets washed away and dies. And he goes up to heaven and he's like, God, why didn't you save me? And God was like, I sent you all those people. Why didn't you listen to me? So that's what it's like. We are given this physical reality and we must, we must be conscious. We must be aware. 
And um, the best way of doing that is loving yourself. It's just loving yourself and finding the joy within so that you can enter the now moment with anticipation for the unknown. And when it comes to you, you will recognize it. Like this is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And so, um, but when we get caught up in judgment and expectation, we aren't present and we cannot be like conscious and aware of the wonderful voice that is the all that is, that is coming to assist us in co-creating a fabulous experience. We're not present for it. We basically turned the ringer off the phone. That's what we did. And then we complain that we don't know what we're doing. We don't know where we're going. Mm. It is crazy. Absolutely crazy. So life is just happening and it's wonderful. And, and it's up to you to be in alignment with happy and wonderful. Um, I am getting really good with Bella at, uh, at flowing at flowing. So we, when there's something heavy that has to be done, we just do it. We just do it and we do it as a team and it's so much fun. I'm creating systems. Systems are so helpful because they allow us to not have to do something five times. <laughs> if I have a system in place, say to pack, to go to Smith Island, then I have containers open and anytime I find something that's going to go, it just gets put in there. It's, it doesn't have to be thought about or planned automatically happens. <clears throat> and I've even started feeling the inspired action for my upcoming trip and how when I go to the island, I'm going to be, this is really cool, like planning each day um, a focus and just jumping on it. And I'm really excited about that. Maybe the temperature shifting is helping. I'm not sure, but it it's very, very exciting. Mm. I've been having so much fun too, receiving inspired action around um, clothing. And I remember holding that outside of my paradigm for quite a while. Like they're fine, they don't matter, it's all good. And I remember people, my friends at eWomen Network, they, <clears throat> they were like, oh, you know, you you should get clothes that, you know, personify you and, and express you and they're, you know, they're, they're cute and fun and sexy and comfortable and go that route. And I didn't even know where to begin, but I had nowhere to begin because I wasn't co-creating with all that is. I left the um, fashion out of the equation. Um, and it's funny because when I was younger, I wasn't, a child who was interested in fashion. <clears throat> I even started making some of my own clothes and they were fun and exciting and I wore crazy outfits and expressed myself. But then something happened and I honestly don't know exactly what that was, but I think I bought a program that I just didn't deserve. I wasn't worthy. And that kind of thing, especially when it's pigeonholed into... Um, a specific zone of your life, and for me, it was um, my clothes, then um, it's it's kind of like you've niched it, so in a way, you've taken care of it. 
But then your sacri- like my sacrifice was having fun, yummy clothes or being able to even recognize or put it on or enjoy it. And it just was problematic. So something happened recently and that has come to the surface and been been cleansed. You know, that belief system has been erased and eradicated and suddenly I'm in my own play now with clothing, my own play. And I love that, my own creative play, even to the point of just feeling liberated. Like Bella teaches me a lot. Oh, who is now Fifi, by the way. So Fifi has been um, really showing me like how to take ownership of of outfits and clothing because she has no problem taking something that's not working and cutting it up and reworking it so that it will work. So this, this kind of thing is really, I don't know, it's just exciting. So look in your life and see where are you holding out? Where are you tucking that unworthiness? Are you tucking it into like, I can have a crappy car that breaks down all the time. Are you tucking it into the bad diet? Are you tucking it into the clutter in your room? Where are you tucking this idea of being unworthy or not deserving? Mm. And see, I can tell you story after story that has to do with clothing. My mom giving my clothes away when I, they were my favorite things. Um, my clothes getting sold at someone's vending table because I forgot it there for two minutes and they sold it. Um, let's see. Oh my God, I know that. Oh, well, this is how deeply this went. So at one point I was so fed up with dressing myself and having clothes and having too many clothes and just feeling like it was just kind of like an out of control thing that wasn't serving me. That's the crazy part. It wasn't serving me. So I was going to have my mom sew me up some uniforms, like, like, um, like a nun or something, you know, it was like dresses like Amish people wear. I was going to have her sew me up some simple dresses and aprons. And that was what I was going to wear. Crazy. And now today I think about how much fun I'm having with clothes and playing with them. And I don't know, I'm just ecstatic. So this is the, this is the trick. Like where in your life are you holding out? What stories have you told to support holding out, to support playing small in that area of your life? And maybe other areas look great and you're like, well, there's really no area. Well, no, take a good look. Where are you holding out? You know, is it not being able to enjoy going out to eat? Is it, um, I don't know, keeping, keeping a trash somewhere. Um, it, it could be anything. It could be not quitting your job. (laughs) It could be that simple. It could be not moving. It could be your relationship needs some freshening up and honesty. It could be any of those things. So check it out. Life is too good to be wasting any minutes with playing small. I love you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Goodbye. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.